There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with... Empyrean. Describe a perfect man. Uh, well, he's probably six feet tall, has brown hair, and a little bit of an almost a mullet, but not quite because it's too long at the front. I'm describing myself. You're right describing now. yourself. <laughs> um, who is this guy? Who's this boy that we're looking at today? Uh, he looks like a buff gladiator that is carved out of marble, yep. but like with a bad wig on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a cheap party city wig. He kind of makes me think of Stretch Armstrong a little bit. Like he's got this awkward pose where you can tell where his muscles are and where his like elbows and shoulders are. But I don't believe that he bends at those places. He's very close to T-posing. He's really close it's to T-posing. intimidating. He's holding a really heavy hammer in his left hand, which makes that hand go down a little bit lower, which means it's not quite a T-pose anymore. It's not quite a T-pose. But, but it's real close. Yeah. He looks like a gladiator. I named him Edward. Edward? <laughs> That's as good a name as any. Yeah, why not? This is an Empyrean, uh, which is not to be confused with the Empyrean, which is, in my opinion... John Frusciante's best solo album. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Uh, the guitarist for the Chili Peppers. Oh. And then former guitarist of the Chili Peppers. And then guitarist of the Chili Peppers. And then former guitarist of the Chili oh. Peppers. And now guitarist of the Chili Peppers again. Wow. What yeah. a long and Some of it was career. he had drug problems and he's like, I gotta go. And oh. some of it was, I don't like the spotlight and I gotta go. I don't know the Red Hot Chili Peppers, really, um, especially since that poster fell down. I, I just don't even know who these people are anymore. Yeah, the poster did fall down yeah, in the, the office. Yeah, the poster fell down. Oh, well. Oh, well. What do you think the Empyrean is good at? Uh, what do I think he's good at? Well, he's definitely going to have, like, hmm, let's see. Dexterity, I would say he's like a... 12 out of 20, which is pretty good. He's a plus two dex. Look, I'm learning. You are learning. I'm, I'm learning. super impressed. <laughs> I don't wear all these freaking rubber bands on the desk from. I have no I idea. I don't know either. Um, constitution, I would say uh, like 100%. Yeah. He looks like he can take a hit. Um, strength, yes. Duh. Obviously. That's probably his like highest stat. That's going to be like a plus five or something like that in strength. Okay. Um, intelligence, dumb. He's a Chad. <laughs> He's like a minus, minus two intelligence. He, uh, you know... Okay. He's, sure. he's a pretty face. That's what it is. He's a pretty face, which would also put his wisdom pretty far down too, I would say. Um Nice to look at, but not a lot going on upstairs, you know? And that might be some women's bag of tea 
butt. It is not my tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and charisma once again he's probably not going to be holding much of a conversation i don't see him being the most charmingly stupid maybe yeah but not anything beyond that okay um you're right and 100 percent wrong at the same time this dude is kind of crazy he is super powerful super powerful Uh, his lowest scores are intelligence and dexterity and both of them are sitting at 21. So we, his lowest scores are a plus five. Oh. Uh, his strength and constitution scores both sit at 30, which is the absolute max Highest, that you can get. They're yeah. plus 10. Yeah. So this guy, that puts this dude in the realm of like the strongest dragons and like demon lords and stuff. That's crazy. Uh, which is insane for a dude that looks like a slightly disproportionate and awkwardly posed statue. He's supposed to be like a god, right? Like he's sort of like a, a Hercules, a... A titan. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, so. I should have known by the name. Empyrean, like in its original meaning, is refers to the highest heavens. Yeah. And in Christian literature, or like Dante's Paradiso, uh, which is the third installment of uh, the Divine Comedy. Mm-hmm. First one being Inferno, the second one being the Purgatory one. Yeah. And the third one being Paradiso. The Empyrean is where God lives. Um so, yeah, I mean, if you look at all of that, it's a pretty good hint as to what this dude's all about. And seeing as how, like, D&D lore draws on Dante's Inferno for, like, the devils and the nine hells a lot, obviously it's also going yeah. to play into that as well I, with the I have never finished the uh, Divine Comedy. I don't think... It's, even in read, my, it's like, not an easy read. No, even in my English literature classes and stuff, I don't think we read all of it. We read bits and pieces of it. Yeah, and passages parts of it and like did an overview of the whole thing but i don't think we ever read the whole whole thing i think we read all of inferno but i think that was the only one that we read i think inferno is probably the one that's most popular yeah it's the first it's the first in the series and then people were like that was a long one one. so never mind i'm not reading more jack kerouac on the road but it's the scroll version (laughs) it doesn't end yeah um so yeah they are the celestial Children of gods. Okay. Um, yep. Makes sense. The monster manual says that they are beautiful, statuesque, and self-assured. Um, now, I mean, in my opinion, you have a different opinion than me, but if we're going by the picture in the monster manual, yeah. only one word describes it out of those three, which is statuesque. Yeah, he's definitely mind. statuesque. Um, but universally beautiful? Like, ah, I don't know. But definitely not self-assured. Like, I've never seen an expression so devoid of emotion yeah while also giving off a look of panic of like i don't know what i'm doing here i don't know who these people are i don't know what they expect of me please nobody look at me i'm awkward maybe it's smug it could come across as smug it could be but if i you're see like entering an internal an arena panic and you're fighting some monster and you have a look like that like that's smug that's like i know i'm gonna beat this monster maybe Either way, I don't know. Self-assured. I, I don't quite get self-assured from him. He's a little too awkward in his posing. That his like, head is very small. He does have a very small head. Which His head is smaller than his left peck. Yeah. By like a lot. A lot. I guess this is like an upshot. It's a little bit of an upshot, but not enough for that to be the correct proportions. No. And like... It's like they ran, you know how when you're writing John Mulaney, writing on a birthday card? (laughs) 
big ass B. Yeah. You ran out of space. They, they ran out of space. They were like, oh, we only have like a seven by eight square. And they started off with the body. And then they were like, oh, we have to put, a, have head to put on. a head on it. Because it normally- doesn't even have a neck. Which I know a lot of bodybuilders don't have necks. Like they're pretty necklace. Yeah, because their muscles go up too high. Yeah. Yeah. They're, what is this? They're lats or your delts delts your, or something like know. that just becomes your neck your shoulder bumps yeah your shoulder bumps that's scientific enough for me so he definitely lost his neck and then i think the head was enough look look at the hair too and all of the pictures of the monster manual like this is probably one of the least detailed ones yeah it's weird it's not like not to knock the artist at all no. because like it's still well rendered and well done it's just the weirdest one of the bunch so far maybe it's supposed to be like you know like in museums there's like the bust forms and they don't have heads because if i cover his head which i can do with my thumb because his head's so small i can do it with my pinky um and i have small hands i'm like yeah i could see that in like a greek like garden somewhere and then I take my head finger off and maybe that that was it. Maybe they were drawing from a reference and they didn't have a head. So they were like, boop. <laughs> and then they're like, ah, well, it's on there now. I can't adjust it. Boop. Did it by hand. No erasers. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, do you want to learn more about what the Empyreans are all about? Sure. Cool. The emotions of an Empyrean affect the environment around it. Mm. So when they're sad or unhappy, uh, it rains animals and plants wither away and die you'll lose your car keys and be late for your son's baseball game and then your partner will divorce you because you're always late for things uh, it's just a bad time all over the place uh, but when an empyrean is happy everything is sunshine animals throw parties birds play concerts and even if you've never touched a skateboard before you'll land a kickflip your first try wow. like everything is great when an empyrean is happy and around so like don't piss one off, I guess. Maybe that's maybe you're an Empyrean because the last couple of weeks you weren't happy and nothing was good. <laughs> maybe I am quite statuesque and self-assured and universally beautiful, despite yeah. my current haircut. Very uni- Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> we're not going to talk about your freaking haircut and how you missed your hair appointment. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, even though Empyreans are children of like literal gods, though, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that they're immune from corruption. There are Empyreans that have turned evil, mostly because they've traveled down to the lower planes or whatever. They live in the upper planes, you know, where gods live. We live in the material plane. Where Again, humans not live. we, but like <laughs> the normal realm in D&D and then the lower planes and all that stuff are where demons live. So if they go down there, ah, the chances are they'll turn evil. And once they're evil, they pretty much can't exist in the upper planes anymore i heaven hurts them at this point i don't really know they can't they can't exist there they won't survive it's the light there's that much so. closer to the sun probably they yeah. get sensitive skin. they are pale. very pale very pale and i'm assuming that Blue. once you go evil they're like i don't believe in sunscreen anymore so that's they probably turn why red. yeah yeah so if they turn evil and they can no longer survive uh in the upper planes they will take up uh residents in the material planes where they will uh become tyrannical rulers of kingdoms and countries which is if you haven't noticed tyranny is a theme in D for evil powerful beings that's really their one character trait there's like nothing there's either just ruthless aggression or 
tyranny, which sometimes go hand in hand. I feel like they kind of, those are things that are mutually inclusive of yeah, each other. You can, you can be just ruthlessly aggressive it's and not care about controlling other people. You just want to murder things. Almost a circle Venn diagram. Almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot more traits for evil characters no. other than tyrants. <laughs> uh, appearance are also essentially immortal. They don't age. They won't die on their own, but they can be killed. Uh, so they, if they do get drawn into a fight, they'll fight fearlessly as if they can't die. Uh, so they won't back down. They'll just fight to the end. So like if you're going to start a fight with one, you better be ready to fight forever because they will because they don't believe they can die. But then if they do get killed, their spirit just goes back to the upper planes and their parents resurrect them. Oh, like demons. Yeah. Unless... Unless their parents are like sick of them. <laughs> like, never mind. Which it's better if know, you don't exist. We do know from Roman and Greek mythology that a lot of the parents of demigods hated their children. This is true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're essentially immortal unless they're a disrespectful brat and their parents decide they're better off dead. But otherwise, they live forever. Interesting. Um, and that's most of the things you need to know about them. Well, he's basic. He's shoogie. He is basic. I'm too old to know what shoogie means. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kyle, while we're here, I don't really have a question for this episode, like pertaining to the Imperium because he's boring. Yeah, it's a pretty bland. After all of the stuff we've gone through the last little bit, it's kind of boring to have just a dude who's I'm a god Yeah, boy. he's just like a fucking white man who's like super powerful. Yeah. Where's the where's the stretch? Where's the where's the fantasy? I don't understand. Well, I mean, I think the fantasy is the muscles. Mm. But otherwise. I don't like muscles. Yeah, but like they're big. Do you like his muscles? I don't really like him. <laughs> Kyle, because we're here and we've been talking about demigod, why don't you tell us about uh, the thing you painted for your parents' boat. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about Cersei? Oh, okay. So my parents have a boat, uh, and the boat is called Cersei, uh, which is she's a Greek goddess. Yeah. Um, and they wanted me to paint something for them or draw something for them so they can have a de- decal on their boat of Cersei. Uh, but then we were doing like more research about Cersei, and she's kind of like the worst (laughs) the worst like she's vindictive and like she's super powerful and i guess kind of good in some ways but also like she just turned dudes into pigs because they she was like "Ah, i don't like you you're pigs now um she's yeah i don't know she's super not great about it y'all you put me on the spot i'm like i have to remember (laughs) everything about cersei now yeah she's mean she's like uh very controlling she's i guess like not the good kind of dominatrix. No. no. <laughs> like not the one that people would be like, I'll pay you money to do things to me. The type that you're like, oh God, please let me go now. <laughs> um, so I told my mom this and she was just like, oh, can, can you just make it nicer now? I guess like we just ignore all of those things. I was like, I guess so. Erasure. Um, yeah. So we just kind of ignored all of the stuff. And I have a picture of her with a magic wand and a dog and a bird. Anyway, it's kind of cool. Is that what you wanted me to tell you yeah, about? Yeah. Okay. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> my dad's calling me right now. Oh, well. So we should probably end this episode. Bye. Um, but before we go, uh, I'm con- going to call him back. Okay. Uh, friends or fiends? Uh, 
I mean, he's a friend, but like. Yeah, he's a friend, but I don't. I don't want to be his friend. No, like, like you can't say their feet. No, like they're unless good. Unless you're talking about a corrupted one. Yeah, but, maybe if you're an incel, you'd be like, he's a fiend. But yeah, you can't call them fiends, so they're friends, but not... Not by choice. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we hate these guys. <laughs> can't wait to do next week's episode, which is a blob. Yeah. <laughs> Later. Bye. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision or Twitter at darkvisioncast. Darkvision.